Senators, um, Representatives uh, Joaquin Castro and Eric Swalwell will now show the evidence of President Trump's long campaign to delegitimize de his electoral defeat and to galvanize his supporters to help him retain his power at any cost. So we're going to go at this point step by step and explain the progression all the way up until the attack. Good afternoon, y'all. My name is Joaquin Castro, and I represent San Antonio in the United States Congress. There's a saying that a lie can travel halfway around the world before the truth has a chance to put on its shoes. And that was before the internet. The point of that saying is that a lie can do incredible damage and destruction. And that's especially true when that lie is told by the most powerful person on earth, our Commander-in-Chief, the President of the United States. This attack did not come from one speech, and it didn't happen by accident. The evidence shows clearly that this mob was provoked over many months by Donald J. Trump. And if you look at the evidence, his purposeful conduct, you'll see that the attack was foreseeable and preventable. I'll start by discussing President Trump's actions leading up to the election, when he set up his big lie. Beginning in the spring of 2020, President Trump began to fall behind in the polls. And by July, President Trump had reached a new low. He was running 15 points behind his opponent. And he was scared. He began to believe that he could legitimately lose the election. And so he did something entirely unprecedented in the history of our nation. He refused to commit to a peaceful transition of power. Here's what he said. Can you give a direct answer? You will accept the election? I have to see. Look, you, I have to see. No, I'm not going to just say yes. I'm not going to say no. Do you commit to making sure that there's a peaceful transfer of We want to have, get rid of the ballots and you'll have a very trans, we'll have a very peaceful, there won't be a transfer, frankly, there'll be a continuation. Senators, the President of the United States said, quote, there won't be a transition of power, there'll be a continuation. President Trump was given every opportunity to tell his supporters, yes, if I lose, I will peacefully transfer power to the next president. Instead, he told his supporters the only way he could lose the election is if it was stolen. In tweet after tweet, he made sweeping allegations about election fraud that couldn't possibly be true. But that was the point. He didn't care if the claims were true. He wanted to make sure that his supporters were angry like the election was being ripped away from them. On May 24th, six months before the election, he tweeted, it will be the greatest rigged election in history. How could he possibly know it would be the greatest rigged election in history six months before the election happened? And on June 22nd, more of the same, rigged 2020 election, it will be the scandal of our times. Again, 
about an election that had not even happened. On July 30th, 2020 will be the most inaccurate and fraudulent election in history. Again, just big words with nothing to prove them. But he wanted to make his supporters believe that an election victory would be stolen from him and from them. And this was to rile up his base, to make them angry. Now, these were just a few of the many times President Trump tweeted about this. And he did it in speeches, in rallies, and in television, too. This is going to be the greatest election disaster in history. Because the only way we're going to lose this election is if the election is rigged. Remember that. The only way they can take this election away from us is if this is a rigged election. Right. We're going to win right. this election. Right. It's a rigged election. It's the only way we're going to lose. But this will be one of the greatest fraudulent, most fraudulent elections ever. This is clearly a man who refuses to accept the possibility or the reality in our democracy of losing an election. And there are dozens more tweets and speeches of Donald Trump spreading his lie, but you get the point. His supporters got the point as well. They firmly believe that if he lost, it was because the election was rigged. Will you accept the result of Joe Biden wins? No. Under any circumstance? No. Why is that? Because it's lies and deceit and corruption. Do you think that if we get to election night or in the following days, if Biden winds up somehow becoming the winner, do you think it's rigged? Oh, yes. Very much so. Election night yes. Days after. If it shows up that Joe Biden won. Yes. In your opinion, would that be the only way that Trump could lose? That it'd be a rigged election? Is that the only way Joe Biden can win? Absolutely. I agree with that. Because there's no way in heck our president's going to lose. But yes, there, I, it would be a rigged election. There was some type of cheating went on. What have you? And I, I firmly believe that. Now, all of us in this room have run for election. And it's no fun to lose. I'm a Texas Democrat. We've lost a few elections over the years. But can you imagine telling your supporters that the only way you could possibly lose is if an American election was rigged and stolen from you? And ask yourself whether you've ever seen anyone at any level of government make the same claim about their own election. But that's exactly what President Trump did. He truly made his base believe that the only way he could lose was if the election was rigged. And senators, all of us know and all of us understand how dangerous that is for our country. Because the most combustible thing you can do in a democracy is convince people that an election doesn't count, that their voice and their vote don't count, and that it's all been stolen, especially if what you're saying are lies. Let us turn now to the election. As you know, the results were not fully reported on election night, which is not unusual in our nation's history. 
But by November 7th, major news networks, including Fox News, reported that once the remaining votes were counted, Joe Biden would be the likely victor. So President Trump began urging his supporters to stop the count. I would imagine that if we went around this room, there are folks sitting here that started down on election night and ended up coming back up and winning their races. Perhaps that's why some of you are seated in this room today. But imagine if you were behind and the results start coming in and as you started pulling ahead, your opponent said, that's not fair. Stop the count while I'm still ahead. That's what Donald Trump did. But that's not how America works. Here, every vote counts. You don't just stop counting when one person is ahead. We count every vote. And let's be clear. President Trump knew that you can't just stop counting votes, but he wanted to inflame his base. There was a purpose behind this, to truly make them believe that counting votes would result in a stolen, rigged election. He said at 12.49 a.m. on election night, quote, they're trying to steal the election. We will never let them do it. A little over an hour later, at roughly 2.30 in the morning, before all the votes were even close to being counted, he goes even further and actually declares victory. Take a look. This is a fraud on the American public. This is an embarrassment to our country. We were getting ready to win this election. Frankly, we did win this election. Frankly, we did win. Rather than calmly saying, let's count the votes. If there's legal issues, we'll go to court and we'll resolve them. Instead, he told his supporters that he actually won the election and the whole thing was a fraud. He said that on November 4th, and he has never recounted that statement since. Despite President Trump's pressure at the time, election officials around the country continued to carry out their duties. And as votes were counted and his loss became more certain, he riled up his base further. Take a look at these tweets. On November 5th, he tweeted, in all capital letters, as if shouting commands, quote, stop the count, stop the fraud. Senators, this is dangerous. I also want you to remember these tweets for another reason because that's what it looks like when Donald Trump wants people to stop doing something. And bear in mind, this is not the president saying to his supporters that somebody stole your cup of coffee. This is the commander in chief telling his supporters, your election is being stolen and you must stop the counting of American votes. And it worked. His words became their actions. His commands led to their actions. Take a look at this. 
The same day as those tweets, the same day as those tweets, around 100 Trump supporters showed up in front of the Maricopa County Election Center in Phoenix, some of them carrying rifles, literally trying to intimidate officials to stop the count, just as President Trump had commanded. Arizona Secretary of State Katie Hobbs said that protesters were, quote, causing delay and disruption and preventing those employees from doing their job. Let's call this what it was. We're facing a global pandemic. Workers were risking their health to ensure the integrity of our elections. And President Trump's supporters were encircling them, trying to prevent, prevent them from doing their own jobs. This was dangerous, it was scary, and it was a blatant act of political intimidation. In Philadelphia, that same day, police investigated an alleged plot to attack the city's Pennsylvania Convention Center, where votes were being counted. Police took at least one man into custody who was carrying a weapon. And this happened all over, in Atlanta, in Detroit, and in Milwaukee. His supporters used armed force to try to disrupt lawful counting of votes, votes because they bought into Trump's big lie that the election was stolen from them. President Trump's months of inflaming and inciting his supporters had worked. They believed it was their duty to quite literally fight to stop the count, so they showed up at election centers across the country to do just that. This is a fraud on the American public. This is an embarrassment to our country. We were getting ready to win this election. Frankly, we did win this election. We were winning in all the key locations by a lot, actually. And then our numbers started miraculously getting whittled away in secret. They will be hiding. They will pay. They will be destroyed because America is rising. And there it is. They had bought into his big lie. President Trump told his supporters over and over again, nearly every day, in dozens of tweets, speeches, and rallies, that their most precious right in our democracy, their voice, their vote, was being stripped away, and they had to fight to stop that. And they believed him, and so they fought. And you may say, well, he didn't know that they'd take up arms. But when he did know, when it was all over the news, President Trump didn't stop. As Mr. Swalwell will show, after Donald Trump lost, he became even more desperate and incited his base even further. He urged them again and again 
with increasingly forceful language to fight to stop the steal. And even as the certification got closer, and he grew even more desperate, he gave them specific instructions on how, where, and when to fight to stop the steal. He told them to show up on January 6th and march to the U.S. Capitol to stop the certification of the election results. And he told them to come here and fight like hell. You will see clearly that this violent mob that showed up here on January 6th didn't come out of thin air. President Donald John Trump incited this violence. And that's the truth. <laughs>